Okay, good morning, everybody. I'm Rihanna, one of your many, many podcast hosts. And today we have quite a few new people on board with us today. I'm really excited for today's episode. We have Blair, Chaplain Leah, Gabe, Grace, Jaden, Justice, Justin, Pastor Mitchell, Kenna, Carrie, Madeline, Madison, Maya, and Shiloh. Very excited for today's episode, you guys. Y'all, I'm sorry. I have to jump in there. It's like a whole party going on in the podcast crew tonight, today. <laughs> and I want to give a special shout out to three uh, freshmen, ninth graders, who are here to observe the podcast space. Yes. Welcome to the squad. Welcome to the living room, Carrie and Justice and Madeline. We are so glad that you decided to spend some time with us today, this week. All right. Who's next? All right, so our scripture for this week is 1 John 1.7, and I'm going to be reading from the NIV version, and it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Okay, shout out to uh, 2,300 listeners out there we love you guys all we appreciate you for coming to hear from us we are all teenagers it seems a little bit overwhelming sometimes during this pandemic and we just want to appreciate y'all for listening to us and enjoying the podcast so as you guys know today is black history month and the black history nugget for today will be on dr beverly daniel tatum She's an author of the renowned books, Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria, and other conversations about race. And her works focus on racism and the effect that it has on the American education system. She argues that the effects of racism, especially in schools, can have a detrimental effect on students' racial identity, formation, and emphasizes the urgent need for continued conversations about race. Beverly Tatum's tireless work on racism, psychology, and the education system earned her the American Psychological Association Award for Outstanding Lifetime Contribution to Psychology in 2014. Okay, so here are the birthday shout-outs for the month of February. Um, Dylan Crawford, Dwayne Cole, Adelia Jenelette, Aaron Gardner, Cyrus Brown, Valerie Gonta, Aja Nurse, Justice Hagler, and Kenna Dolly. Justice, your birthday is this month? Yes, it is. Oh, snap. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you. And Kenna. And Kenna. So we got two podcasts, one podcast intern, one possible intern, who is on the line this week. And it's their birthday month. Happy birthday. And happy birthday to everyone else. All right. Yo, this week... I am so excited about the content. So I think the biggest reason I'm probably this excited is because this content really comes out of a place that you all as TA students contributed to. So in December sometime, there was a survey that went out 
And on that survey, you all um, answered some questions that had to do with basically kind of like how you're doing with the, I've heard people say the pandemic. I've also heard people say the panty. Uh, what else? The panini. What are, what are the things that people call the pandemic? It's not funny, but I'm just saying like being able to call it different names kind of like makes you not feel so bad about it. I don't know about y'all, but it kind of makes me feel not so bad about it. Um, so I am really excited because you all were so honest on the survey. Like y'all were answering questions in ways that like, I just wasn't sure what responses would be like. I'm really grateful for the, the, those of you that took the time to answer the survey. Um, and the fact that you are willing to be your authentic self, right? And so there were some things that were mentioned in the survey in terms of your answers that I was super excited about and really happy that you all are going the extra mile to take such great care of your mind, your body, and your souls. Um, and there were some things that were like, maybe I would call like little pink flags. So I was like, oh, maybe we should, um, maybe we should talk about those a little bit. And then there were some things, I wouldn't say they were like red flags, like, you know, like the kind of like the warning signal that comes like blaring in your face. Nothing that I felt like, oh my gosh, I need to call some parents, nothing like that. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but I wanted for us, not only I wanted, so it was more than a desire, it was also like, I felt like a duty and a responsibility that we needed to address this stuff. We needed to be able to tease it out a little bit, define some terms, um, and we needed an expert in the room to do that. So I called my friend, my pastor, my mentor, my field education supervisor, uh, Pastor Kelvin Mitchell. And he said, of course I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's go. So we spent some time preparing, praying, and planning for this week's episodes. And so I want to welcome to the podcast, to the Living Room TA podcast, Pastor Kelvin L. Mitchell. He is a licensed clinical social worker. Y'all, he knows what he's talking about. This isn't stuff he just pulled out of a cloud or the rainbow, like the brother went to school, y'all, and he knows some stuff, and he's practicing what he knows and preaches what he knows, and he's filled with the Spirit of God. So, Pastor Mitchell, thank you for being here. Um, why don't you, I mean, I gave like the technical introduction of who you are, um, but uh, why don't you tell the world? something interesting or fun about you that maybe not too many people know about. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Chaplain Burgess. I am so excited to be here with each and every one of you. I'm especially grateful to be here with the Tacoma Academy Scholars and for those that are listening around the world. An interesting fact about me is when I was in high school, as a freshman, I went to a public school and I played junior varsity football. And my freshman year was so successful 
that I was upgraded to varsity as a sophomore. And because the senior tailback got hurt, I got a lot of playing time as a sophomore on the varsity football team. So that was exciting for me because I'm a little man. I was a little guy back then. And I remember that story because it reminds me that when you work hard, even as a little person, as a less popular person, if you're faithful to what you're supposed to do, God will make room for you. And so I'm glad to be here and I count it a real privilege. Wow. I, I knew you played another sport, but I didn't know you played football. That's what's up. All yes. right. I, you know, that's that's actually one sport that I miss at TA, like being at like working at a high school, serving at a high school. Like we don't have a football team anyway. It's all good. We got soccer. We've got volleyball and basketball and baseball and softball. Did I miss anything? We got track. Gabe runs track, right? Um, so we uh, we still have some great um, athletes. So one of the ways we wanted to kick this off is um, by reading some scripture. And so if you don't mind, uh, Pastor, I'm going to just go ahead and read Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And uh, it reads, come to me. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And then we're going to skip over to Philippians 4 and 6. I think, Pastor Mitchell, you read it from NLT as we were preparing. So I'm going to scoop it up from the NLT as well. It read so, um, I don't know, it was like fluid. So Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So this week we are talking about your social and mental health. We're talking about coping. We're talking about binging. We're talking about escaping. We're talking about thriving. And so again, we are 300 and 30 plus days out from the last time we were at school, y'all. March 11th, 2020 was the last day that we were at Tacoma Academy. That was a Wednesday, I believe. And then Principal Thrower sent out a message on the 12th. You will not return to school today. On the 12th, Staff and faculty met for a few hours to decide how we would move forward. The following week was spring break. And we all thought, hey, <laughs> we'll be back at the spring break, at least by April 1st. And in my best Maury voice, that proved to be a lie, <laughs> a false, a falsehood. It was a hope. It was a dream. It was a fantasy, but it was not our reality. And so we are about 330 plus days from that moment. 
And you all have been doing your best. We all have been doing our best. But today we wanted to kind of define some terms and uh, talk a little bit about what it means to cope and thrive and binge and escape. So I'll just start with Webster's Dictionary of Mental Health, so or health it says. And so Webster's Dictionary says, the condition of being sound in body, mind, or spirit. But Pastor Mitchell, I really loved what you had to say, your own definition of health. Can you share that? Absolutely. My definition of health is having margin in your life, meaning having enough time in your life to help others. So for me, it doesn't matter how much money you have, how smart you are, how physically healthy you may be, meaning you may be of sound mind, sound body. But if you're not helping others, for me, this is my personal definition, then I would say you're still not healthy. That is like a twist and a turn on health. Like, it just makes me think about, like, almost kind of like, if I'm selfish, maybe that's an indication that I'm not healthy. Is that like what you're getting at? Yes, yes. And to add to that, what I'm saying is if you're blessed with the gift of health where you can go and do as you please, if you're blessed with an intelligent mind, if you're blessed with resources to share and then you don't share them, then it, make me, it makes me think that you're not as healthy as you think. <clears throat> and the last thing I would add to this is there's a scripture that just came to mind that says to know to do good and do it not is sin. And so if you have the ability to do something good in the context of being healthy, then I would argue you have an obligation then to do it. Was there any sort of no. like event that brought you to that conclusion? Wow. What a great question. Um, really speaking from what Chaplain Burgess said is when I, when I found myself being very blessed, and not sharing it, it wasn't as much fun. And so that's a large part of what brought me to that conclusion. Again, it's like having a pizza to yourself. For some that may seem exciting, but to me, having a lot of pizza is much more fun sharing it with someone so we can talk, we can laugh, we can reminisce. So that's a that's a large part of it. Great question. Yeah, that was, that was dope. Really great question. 